0: it's great and as long as you you know your why you feel you know the purpose you're inspired and you're able to also impact your community i think it's such a beautiful thing
1: hey fam welcome to the black girl fit files a podcast dedicated to overall health self-improvement and creating the life you deserve to live i'm Delisha, founder of black girls pull ice cream sandwich lover and obsessive life giver Join me and frequent guests, which include a roster of dope black women, as we talk about various topics from entrepreneurship to self love and a little bit of everything in between. Turn up your volume, y'all, and let's get to it. Hello, fam. What it do, y'all? What it do? Happy, happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Black Girl Fit Files podcast. How are y'all feeling so guys okay i'm diving right in but we are in full swing at international poll convention this week the things are happening the feels are going on i'm on day two of teaching the expert certification teacher training if you're not certified an expert i'm just gonna put in a little plug tell your studio because they need to have me come and do the expert cert but The lineup for this week is so crazy and it's so insane. The week is filled with so much going on. We have the Black Girls Poll booth. I just did the, I'm doing expert this week. The Black Girls Poll booth is happening. Let's see, what else? We have a showcase popping off. There's merch that you can buy. If you're not in Atlanta right now for PollCon, yes, it is okay. You probably have FOMO and I'm so sorry. But I'm not sorry. Just come next year, okay? Uh, <laughs> but besides that, the showcase is happening tomorrow night. I know that it's live streamed, but be sure to follow in on BGP and be sure to look at the website because we have a poll con page on the website that you can see all of the things that are happening, y'all. We have yoga mats that say "Black Girls Poll" on them. We have silk pillowcases for Black Girls Poll, like it's it's pretty lit. It's pretty popping. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. All right, y'all. So on today's episode, I had the beautiful Valerie Azuman. She is a women's health dietitian. She's a podcast host. And she is the founder of flourish heights, which is a woman's nutrition practice digital platform and community. Valerie likes to empower women to build confidence around their food choices while shining the light on overlooked topics around women's health issues. She not only has been on like Good Morning Washington and control contributed to several other shows, but she's also had publications in Women's Health Magazine, The 30, Shape Magazine, just to name a few. She brings hundreds of women together to inspire the change, to empower women, and to also just educate and build healthier communities. She is like... trusted expert and y'all the conversation that we have i feel i always say this i always say this i I need to start just bringing people back in for like part two because we just scratched the surface even though it was like a 40-minute conversation we scratched the surface about our eating habits as women the things that we learn from our mothers that have been carried on to us that we don't even realize our relationship with food our hormones like We talked about it. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to go grab me a drink because Polcon is here. It is ready. I'm going to go get myself a drink. And uh, yeah, y'all enjoy the episode. Be sure to tag me. Or if you're listening to this and you're at Polcon, you better come see me at the booth. That's all I'm going to say. Come see me at the booth. All right. I'm getting hype. I'm getting hype. All right, y'all enjoy the episode. All right. Well, hello, Valerie. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, of course. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I'm excited to like dive into all of the things and talk about nutrition, talk about health, talk about eating, talk about, you know, we'll, we'll see where, where things take us. But before I dive into that, my question that I always ask is how did you become the woman that you are today? With
0: that question, which is
1: such an amazing question, I'm like, do I give you the
0: long version or do I give you the short version? Long version. We want long. You want the long version. We want the long version. (laughs) Okay. Well, so I'm a registered dietitian. I focus more so recently in women's health. But my journey with just, you know, who I am today and a lot of the work I do right now is really tied into just my passion project and just what I love to do every day, which is just empowering women to be their best selves, you know, with their health. So really it started at a young age, kind of like in my teenage years, I struggled with body image, just like most women. And, you know, I developed pretty early, had the curves, the breasts, the hips, all my peers were like tiny, they were small, all of that. You know, I just felt like I was a little, you know, like out of place and, you know, I wanted to kind of fit in. So fitting in at the time to me meant trying to get myself to look like what I, what I saw, which was very, you know, small framed and very thin. So, you know, during kind of like that, that kind of phase I was in, at, you know, at the time, um, I just, you know, I discovered nutrition and, and whole body health through getting active and eating in a way That I thought supported my body. So what I mean by that is, you know, with what I know now, I know that wasn't the right way, you know, overly exercising, you know, restrictive eating, because I thought that was, you know, normal. But, you know, through that experience, I learned a little bit more about nutrition, I researched it, I learned that it was a science, and I just was super Excited and overly fascinated about how you know food just has an impact on my mood and my energy and my appearance and and disease prevention because in my family you know things like diabetes and high cholesterol you know my community very very prevalent so at the time I didn't I never heard the conversation about nutrition it was never something that came up you know I was never really educated on it and so. I was like, you know, one day I want to be the voice like in my community just to get people all pumped up about their health. And I never knew a registered dietitian was a thing. I actually learned of it when I was just applying to colleges. I was like, oh, well, I like nutrition. That's kind of cool. And then, you know, I later discovered like what, you know, what that was all about. But I was just, I guess, always just drawn to helping women. I just always felt like I'm I'm a woman. You know, we're strong, we're powerful, all the things. And I just wanted to really use my voice to kind of help our people, right? And so then fast forward later, became a dietitian. I started my business, Flourish Heights, um, which has grown to be different things over the past five years. And it's a women's health nutrition like digital platform. I also just started my nutrition practice recently within the past two years. And really, honestly, I, I, it's more so like a community to me more than anything else, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're really just helping women nourish their bodies in a way that supports their bodies and just overall health. But also on the other side of it, it's just really bringing up these like overlooked topics that we don't talk about. So, you know, periods and hormones and body literacy and so much more. Like I I do these little events. It's called Bloom. We do that every, every single year. This year we'll be doing our fifth annual Bloom in DC. And I just love it because like, you know, I can get tied into the social media thing and we all can, but I just feel like it's so different when you're able to just be in a space with people and really talk about some of these conversations and just feel comfortable and just- understand that like you know we're not alone like we're so much more alike than we are different and you know a lot of the times we don't like talking about these things and it can be very scary especially when you're you know going through certain women's health challenges like on your own so this community event that I do I I feel like it's just so powerful and maybe I'm biased maybe I'm not (laughs) but I'm like, you know, I just do it. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, It's hard. It's hard work, but I always go back to thinking about like the passion and the vision and, you know, why we're all there and like what the purpose is behind the work that I'm doing. So apart, apart from that, I've coached so many people in various settings as a dietitian. I just found out, you know, a lot of women kind of experience these hormonal issues, whether that's, you know, polycystic ovarian syndrome, even, you know, endometriosis, fibroids, all these types of things. And I just, I felt like there was more that I could be doing to just help them improve their quality of life, you know, especially through diet, because we hear about like, you know, you need to go and do these surgeries and do that. But then like, okay, how about like nutrition and lifestyle? Like, is there anything holistically that right. that can be done? So that's kind of like what pushed me into kind of specializing more in women's health. We weren't taught a lot about that. In, in college, it really wasn't until someone that was close to me struggled with fibroids. And that's kind of where, you know, a lot of the things began with my research. Right. Um, and I'm sure you know this, like in our space, black dietitians, there's only about like 2.6% of us. We hear that a lot with other, you know, areas of healthcare, like, you know, doctors and dentists and lawyers. I mean, but especially with when you hear, you know, when you hear a lot about how, you know, African-Americans are higher risk for X, Y, and Z. And then you look at like, you know, some of the experts and how there's, you know, not that many of us. It's like, right. oh, you know, yeah. I feel like that could be a whole nother podcast episode, but
1: yeah, you know, I, I just, okay. well, if they're the ones that are saying it. Uh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> you know, I just, yeah. So I, I quickly noticed a lack of representation and in the women's health dietitian space, especially, and I mean, I would get like people reaching out to me, women of color, reaching out to me, like, Hey, you know, I just got diagnosed with PCOS. Like I am so confused about what I should be doing with my diet. Can you right. help me? And then at the time I wasn't seeing clients or anything or even specializing in that. And I was always like, okay, yeah, I know this dietitian. I'll send a few names and they'll come back and be like, but do you know any black dietitians (laughs) that do that? And I'm like, there's not many of us doing, you know, like there's not many. And I, I just kind of, I got, I got, I just felt so guilty. Like I was like, this keeps happening. God, what are you trying to tell me? Because I'm not trying to do this, but they keep coming and I keep, you know, pushing them in another direction, but they keep coming back to me. So I was just like, you're like, like,
1: you're like, but okay, I guess it's me. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally that you, you got it. Cause then at at some point I was just like, you know what? I I think this is where I'm supposed to be. And that's kind of like where I started my, my practice. I advanced my training, you know, and, and now today that's, that's kind of like what I do. Um, One of the many things I do, but I'm I'm really passionate about it. It's it's important work.
1: Yes. So your undergrad was in nutrition or? Yeah. Yeah. My undergrad
0: was in nutrition. And then, so before you become a dietitian, you have to do like a post-grad program. You get into a, you have to match just like the med school students, they match into a program. And then I completed my, you know, rotations and competencies. And then I sat for the board exam.
1: So that's kind of like how it all came together. My undergrad degree is in nutrition. And then I I want to be a dietitian. And I was like, come back we need you just kidding. it's like uh, maybe, maybe maybe not maybe not so then i just went and did acupuncture instead <laughs> no so. you're yeah. oh my goodness that's amazing yes yeah 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 so all the things but all the things no, are finally really coming dope. together like you know how it's like okay you did this for this many years but then like why and then you did this and then it's like oh finally things are starting to like all come together and it's like a full circle so yeah I want to ask you so you talked about you know the young age of like not having the representation and like you know doing what you thought you were supposed to do for your body and then obviously it wasn't what you were supposed to do and I I want to like just touch a little bit on you know us at like this young age and us seeing our mom's you know, doing the fad dieting and doing these things and like us developing this relationship with food from such a young age, like, like, why do you think that, that how did this relationship evolve from seeing our parents and, and how can we, you know, break that cycle of being young girls with this emotional kind of effed up relationship with food?
0: That's, you know, how do I even answer that? That's very hard. It's very hard because What do we see when we look in the media, when we look on TV, when we walk, you know, walk into the grocery store and we see the magazines right next to the cash register or we're on Instagram scrolling or we see, you know, all these movies and documentaries and the list goes on. It's all around us. And we don't even realize how it's kind of just. It's what we've been used to without even realizing it. It's right. kind of it's been this seed that was planted when we were younger, right. and it's just grown and and you know flourished, right? But not necessarily flourishing right. in a good way. But it's just kind of grown. So how do you break that? And and that's why even with the work that I do today, I just see so many, you know, um, so many people in their adult age having challenges around food and their body.
1: Yeah. It's
0: yeah. it's very complex and. You know, I don't blame the fact that it's not our parents' fault. It's just, for me personally, I shared a little bit about, you know, my journey and just what I was exposed to in my community with, you know, being a young girl, probably like 10. I had, I don't know what, I was probably wearing a size C cup or something. Like, I would, yeah, like, but everybody else around me, like, you know, they had like, you know, they they itty itty bitty, (laughs) titty committee. Right, right. So I was just like, but I want to look like them. Why do I look like this? And I don't, you know, I feel so like the black sheep. I just, I'm standing out too much. I don't want to be noticed. So then, you know, it's like overly doing stuff, overly dieting and, you know, overly exercising. Oh, I lost the weight. I'll tell you that. Was it the right way? No, that was disordered, right? Right. right? It's very hard. But I think that there's a lot of unlearning that, you know, many of us have to do and Mm. where do we start? I don't know, because everybody's on different levels with their relationship with food and their bodies. A lot of people don't really know, you know, what they're doing right now, maybe even disordered, you know, like disordered eating that can lead to an eating disorder or, you know, like, it's very complex. Complex, complex. It's so
1: complex. And I think too, like, it's so, a lot of times, you know, I, I have, I have a, a son and it's like, sometimes just watching like my wording around him, even though he's like, mm. two, but it's like, I think it's like little things of like, I, I shouldn't talk about like my belly to him because mm. like, why am I like pushing that onto him? You know, where it's like, wow, I remember all, all the time, like hearing my mom, like, Oh, it was like this fat and I'm going to do Weight Watchers. And then I'm going to do this. And then like, Oh, my belly fat and Oh, this. And it's just like, you hear it without even realizing it and then you're saying it and then it's just like oh how did I like how did I get here you know but that is like that's the thing too is like these the social media is so it's the influence of social media is so crazy because it's It's like eat 10 avocados a day and you'll have washboard abs or do 5,000 you know and it's like do this juice cleanse and you are gonna be you're gonna lose five
0: five pounds in a day (laughs)
1: like how How do we, even though all of this information is coming into us, like the how do you break that cycle of like the fats and the all of that?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think
1: that's out there.
0: No, no, no. I mean, you definitely have a point there. I mean, going back to just, you know, I guess on one part, because you talked about like, you know, certain body comments that, you know, you wanted to kind of reduce in your communication with your son, like, as women, we can be very hard on ourselves, yes. you know, period. And body image, it's, it's a lifelong journey. It's not a quick fix, like it's not a quick fix. And, you know, a woman's body throughout the life cycle from adolescence, from your puberty, I mean, it's, it's supposed to change, you know, all the way through, you know, pregnancy and as you're aging and even when you get to perimenopause, menopause and beyond your body is going to change. Your nutritional needs are going to change. It's supposed to change, but we can't, it's like, we're going against what our body is just naturally trying to do because of what we see, you know, in society. And, And that's why it's really hard. And, you know, I think that, you know, body image, you know, of course is different for everyone, but just like having a quote unquote a healthier body image. I mean, that just means you're you're feeling comfortable in your body. You feel good about the way that you you look. You don't have to love it. You don't have to think it's the best thing. Cause it's like a, it's a relationship. Like it's relationship. as your body is changing. Yeah. Like as your body is changing, it's like, how do you get back to just maybe it's just being neutral, you know, depending on where you are on your on your journey. It's about thinking, you know, like, what you think and how you feel about your appearance and right. how you judge yourself your self-worth like how do you talk to your body every single day
1: yes you know and body every day yes yeah
0: like you know do you think about how the functionality of it like how it's able to you know you've been able to get up and you know get to work and you've been able to you know you're able to breathe and you're able to to digest like yes. food and you know the food that you're eating and you know how it's carried your baby. You know yes. Yes. all those months before you had to deliver. Like it's amazing, and I don't want to sound like oh yeah, like our body is amazing and it does that. <laughs> you know, on one that's hand nice. it does. On <laughs> one hand it does, but I, I feel like too when the bo- the conversation the body image comes up, it's like it has to be this whole like body love, body love, body love, and and that's just not realistic for a lot of women either. No, you know. Yeah. But I do think like, if we can try to have more respect for it, mm-hmm. that would help us on our journeys. And sometimes we can't get that. We can't get there on our own. Right. You know, I don't know what your situation looks like. Maybe you have a, it's, you know, there's a whole history behind why you think the way you think about your body right now. Right. Maybe right. it's your environment. Maybe it's the people that you're around that's impacting, you know, those kind of thoughts that you're having. Like, it's so complex. So it's complex. so complex. Good. And, and sometimes it's, it means working with a professional that can get you to a point of being neutral or, or having more respect for
1: your body. Right. Cause it's, it's, it's the mindset. It's such like this, this mindset that just, it's constantly taking, taking work to, to find that mindset of I'm, I'm okay right now. And it's, it's right. funny that because like, I remember my, I felt like so great right before I was pregnant and I was like, okay, this is like, we're here. And then I was pregnant and I really loved my body. Cause yeah. I just loved, you know, I loved my belly. It was like, it was actually one of the first times that I like, liked my stomach. Wow. I know, I know. And then afterwards I gave birth and like my body was so different. And I was mm-hmm. like, shit, now I'm like back at ground zero <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> of building up this like body mm-hmm. image, positive, like po- positive relationship that I have because it was so different, you know, and it was like, all right, we're back at square one. So Berlin. this is, it different. happens. So it's evolving. It's ever it's evolving, evolving. And, and being gentle, like and kind to myself, right. for remembering everything that it can do, everything that it has done. So, so yeah, that is, that is true. So I have a, I have a question. So I kind of feel like we like hit like puberty. We're like moving through in, in our twenties, thirties, you know, what should we be thinking about as far as like, as we age, because, you know, probably like mid thirties, late thirties, we know that like the bone density is going to start decreasing. We got about like another like 10 years in us, maybe like, what should we be thinking about as far as like the foods that we're eating, as far as like the supplements that we should be taking to, you know, prevent as much as we can?
0: Yeah. I mean, definitely thinking about, I mean, there's so many things we could think about when it comes to just nutrients we should be focusing on while we're, you know, heading to our 30s or 40s. It's going to be individualized for everyone. So just generally, just including, you know, making sure you're getting enough protein. I think protein It can be overrated, but it can also be underrated because I mean, with the at least the clients that I have, sometimes it's really hard to get, you know, just enough, enough, you know, protein in in your diet. So protein is is so necessary. I mean, it's going to support your bones, it's going to support your hair, your skin, your nails. It's just, it's gonna do so much for, for your body, your hormones. And so just getting enough. And when I'm saying enough, it's gonna vary for every, you know, every single person even depending on, you know, if you're pregnant, you're going to need more. If you, you know, just had a baby, you need a lot, you know, a lot more for recovery. If you're breastfeeding, that's, that's really important. So definitely getting enough protein. I think there's a big thing on carbs. they so controversial. Like do we need carbs? Do we not need carbs? Do we need fats? Do we not need fats? Do we need to cut it out? I, I, I think by now, maybe if, I don't know how many dietitians or nutritionists you've had on the show, but, you know, we need all components of of the plate. Like, don't be nervous. Right. to. I mean, we don't need to cut out large food groups because each of those food groups do play a, a big role in the functionality of, you know, some of the processes that are going on in your body. So your fats, you know, your carbohydrates, even when it comes to fats, like. Fats help make hormones and hormones support our body, our fertility, you know, even as we're heading into the menopause stage. So don't don't be so nervous of some of these types of components or macronutrients rather that that you may hear in the media that says, you know, cut out carbs, this and that. I think also focusing on the quality of your of your food. So you know, there's two different types of carbs and how much fiber are you having in your diet? Gut health is also a really important topic that has come up. There's so many studies and research out there that just supports the gut, you know, the gut and how that impacts our entire body from head to toe. And so, yes, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> I, I love, I love the topic of, of gut health. And so just finding ways to support, you know, your gut. And so vitamin D, we can never stop talking about, enough. It's, it's a powerful nutrient, And I can't tell you how many people I used to work at a GYN and, you know, they had like their standard labs that they would do and all that. And one day I was speaking to like the, the head OBGYN and I'm like, you know, it would be nice if, you know, before you, some of the providers send their clients over my way to have them just, you know, have a baseline of their vitamin D. They're like, oh, yeah, we could consider that. And literally after that, everybody who came to me had a super low wow. okay, vitamin D level. And the population I was dealing with was mainly women of color. And right. so if you are a woman of color and you have never had your vitamin D check, please just, you know, know your baseline because we need that for your bones, your muscle, your heart, hormones, immunity. I mean, we heard that a lot, especially in this pandemic, you know, right. vitamin D is Super key
1: and I just can't talk to you. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> and I didn't know I didn't know until after like having a baby and you know going to get mm. checked up and like you know all of that. And she was like, let's just add this. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> and I had to be honest, like after taking it for about like a year, there is a difference. Mm. I feel I don't know, but I feel like there's a difference. I, I don't know. It's like I have a little more motivation. I feel a little bit happier. I feel like <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah
0: vitamin C definitely. It's definitely a big one, and and you're likely deficient, probably not you, but I'm saying generally, like with the research and just what I've experienced in in practice. Yeah, a lot of a lot of women are very low in vitamin D, and and also, I mean, if you know, I feel like with iron is a topic that comes up quite a lot too, and especially if you have like heavy heavy periods, if you are breastfeeding, if you are a vegan or vegetarian, you know, that's definitely something to make sure you consider. Like, and I have, I would have, like, I had worked with people in the past. They'd be like, oh, like, I mean, I used to take a, like an iron pill, like some time ago, but I got lazy. I'm like, okay, well, have you had your, your lab work done? And right. lately they're like, no, I haven't. But then they're over here talking about, oh, like I'm constantly fatigued and I don't have energy and they'll, they'll go get it checked. And you know, and like iron is not something you want to be playing around with. It does a lot to carry oxygen to like all parts of your body. We need iron. We need iron. iron, Okay. Especially if you are, you know, trying to conceive or you're, you know, pregnant, postpartum, iron is is one of those things you also want to make sure um, you have in your your diet. And I think the last nutrient that I, I love talking about, is you know magnesium that's like one of my favorite i i'm all like all hail magnesium over here (laughs) i am especially for women like especially like so if you have even when you're you know there's a lot of studies i've seen recently even on like pregnant women it can help to you know lower your risk for things like preeclampsia um because it has a it does a lot to support the heart even if you have things like i just spoke to a neurologist like literally right before we, we chatted, um, we were talking about magnesium and how it can support, you know, migraines. And especially if you have like, you know, hormonal migraines, like around your period and things like that, it can be very helpful. And if you have cramps, so there's a lot of great, you know, studies around the topic of, you know, magnesium. And so would you like notice if you had a deficiency
1: in it? Like, are there things that come
0: up yeah, I mean in terms of like, I mean definitely don't overdo it. And my my whole point of talking about these nutrients too isn't to say go and buy a supplement for every single right. one. Like, police, like I'm all Hold about <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so happy. I like, cause you know, like once people hear, oh, like vitamin D, this and that, I mean, well, vitamin D, most people do need a supplement, but for other things, I mean, you would want to check your levels like iron, have your, you know, work with your provider, you know, with, with the other things I said, like with, I think, did I mention calcium or, um, no, you know, no, well, calcium is <laughs> also a good, a good one, but yeah, magnesium. So, um, and regarding a blood test, not necessarily, but if you do have like cramps or you have migraines quite a lot, or if you just want to support your heart, I mean, it's, you know, it's, as long as you're sticking to the recommended dose, talk to your right. provider, you know, to see what type you should be on. Cause there's different forms of magnesium. Um, and also, you know, yeah, what the dose should be for you specifically. Gotcha. It, it may vary.
1: Got it. I had, um, Barry and Barry on. Like, oh yeah. Oh my God. It was, it was so great. And she got into like the foods and what we should be eating on our periods. And I was like, whew, like <laughs> blown away, <laughs> like blown away. It was so, it was such a great great conversation. Got it. Oh my God. That's so helpful. So do you find that being a, you know, being a registered dietitian, do you see like patterns? Like when women come in, can you, can you like look at someone and be like, yes. I already know before, before you open your mouth, I already know. (laughs) Like
0: as far as like nutrient wise, like what maybe missing Mm -hmm. specific examples. Let me think. I mean, I definitely have worked with like vegans, you know, and vegetarians in the past. Mm -hmm. Let me go a little bit back off the top. When I already said was the vitamin D thing. I I always recommend, like if you never got your vitamin D, which most people that come to me, they're like, I've never, and I've worked with, you know, late twenties, mostly 30s, have some that are in their 40s and, you know, never had their vitamin D checked or maybe they had it done like years ago and they never had it done, you know, since then. And so, yeah, I already, you know, I think it's just like one of those things. Yeah, you may want to get a check. You might be deficient. And then like 90% of the time it comes back and they're like super low. Like, I think I just work with someone who had like their levels were like at an eight and we need to be at like a 30, like around a 30 to 100. It was like at an eight. And so, yeah, they had to, you know, work with the provider to get on a, a prescribed, like, you know, higher dosing. But yeah, so definitely that for sure. But other things, I mean, you know, it's hard. Like, that's why it's like, you know, it's like, I never guess. It's like, we always just have to test. Right.
1: Don't <laughs> test. Get, <just> test. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There you go. Um, and so, yeah, all these labs are so important because I think a lot of the times people think of nutrition as like a black and white type mm-hmm. of thing. It's like mm-hmm. all or nothing, but I'm like, oh man, there's so much that factors in. Like, we need to know your labs. We need to know your blood work. We need to know like, you know, your goals and things are important too, but even medications we need to know and you know cuz sometimes there may be like nutrient interactions or right. you know we need to know your budget you know i'm not going to tell you to go buy this and that like we you know we that's, need to talk that's about
1: really good yeah the I
0: socioeconomic things that are that are important too your medical history family history is also you know super important If you've had any recent surgeries, things like that. Those are all so, so important, you know, when you're thinking about it. And we also, you know, do talk about, you know, uh, relationship with food, how that is now. And, you know, there will be so many times I'll do like a, you know, our first like Assessment or first, you know, session, which is like our evaluation session, and you know, it doesn't take me long for me to realize that maybe you know, you're, someone's having challenges around their relationship with food. Okay, and I've I've done. There's been some situations where I had to refer them out to another provider who kind of specifically specialized in that.
1: Wow. So. Wow.
0: Nutrition is is definitely not a one-size. It's, right. it's so complex, so individualized. There's so much that we we have to look at.
1: Wow. So can we talk about number one? I want to talk about bloom. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yay. Let's it. So <laughs> of other? course. Of course. Oh, my my face lit up. <laughs> yes. So this was a this was a a you project. Yeah. The entrepreneur. Oh man. All the work behind it. <laughs>
0: You know, I just asked the Lord for strength and he just sprinkles it on me because hey. I don't know how else. Bloom came to me. This was about 20, I would say f- like flourish heights, the work that I do, Bloom and everything came to me at a time when I was I was depressed in school. This was like back in 20, like 2013, 2014. I had to get into my nutrition program, I didn't know how I was going to pass biochem and organic chemistry and anatomy all in like one I semester. I have
1: PTSD. After...
0: <laughs> yes. Because you had a, you have a degree in nutrition. So, you know, you yeah. know, the vibes. Biochem, you know. organic, O-chem,
1: oh, chem. <laughs> oh,
0: I, I, I then,
1: love bio, but chemistry was like, like I could mm-hmm. do biology all day. Chemistry was like, it's a, like, it's another world. It is another world. In hell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So
0: I, yeah, like it was just a lot on my plate, and I was like, oh man, now I gotta like get into this program and this and that. So anyway, it was just a very tough like season in my life, and I was like, why am I doing this? Like, do I really? It's just like, am I really passionate about this? You know, those thoughts that come in your head, like, am I where I really need to be? Is this a sign? Am I gonna pass this course? Am I gonna right. move forward? And I was just thinking about like. The whole matching, because I didn't know about the whole matching thing that, that had to happen to get right. into like a program, right. to, you know, get your credentials. Like I did not know about all that before I got in So when I learned about all that, I was like, yeah, this is too hard. I don't want to do it. Got so it. during that time, I really thought about like, what is my purpose with mm-hmm. this nutrition thing? What, why am I like, what is my why? That that was really the time I discovered my why. And I'm big on journaling. Okay. So I I wrote a lot of things down. I I'm you know I prayed a lot. Just wanted to get in tune like with God to just like let me know what direction I'm supposed to be. And so during that time of like meditation and all those and that kind of like you know this that phase or that season I was in, I came to like identify like the name. That was going to be the this, that's where Flourish Heights, the name was, you know, all, you know, was born around that time because I was just thinking about like, you know, what is wellness and why is it so important for, you know, people and specifically women and health? Why should we care so much about it? And during that time, I was like, you know, we plant this seed of commitment towards our, our wellness journey, but it's it's something that we have to work on. It's it's an ever evolving thing. Like we have to Water it. We have to work on it. Life changes. Things happen. Just like we were talking about, how our body changes. Like, and right. then we have to rediscover, you know, what it means to 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 be neutral or to be more loving towards it. You know, it's 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 work. We can't. You know, it's not going to continue to grow if you are not doing anything right. to help support the growth. So that's what I thought about when I thought of the word, you know, wellness or even health and women's health and. I was like, yeah. So we plant the seed of commitment towards this journey. Then we we continue to water it. And we're thinking about our mental health and our physical health and our emotional and our spiritual and all these types of things that pull in what wellness is all about. And I was like, okay, so what is like the, how, how do you know you're successful on it? And I'm like, okay, you know, you're successful on your journey when you start to quote unquote flourish. Like you start to flourish maybe that's an energy thing you feel better maybe your labs look good or maybe you are more energized or maybe you're able to reach your goals and all these things right and that's kind of like where you see these the flowers you know they're they're growing they're right. they're flourishing right. it looks good you're feeling good you're on this journey and then i was like okay so when i thought about flourishing i'm like it's like we're continuing to elevate mm. it's you know it's like think about like you know, going up the stairs and, but it's like, okay, once we get to the top, where do we go? And I'm like, no, it's, it's not a one off like goal. It's like a, a never ending goal. Yeah. Like we're going to keep flourishing. And that's where Heights came from. Like we're floor, you know, we're flourishing Heights. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and so anyway, it's such a deep ass thing. No, I love it. I love <laughs> I don't know if anybody it. Anybody was following along and I, sometimes I, I was, like, love it though. I have to remember, it's like some, I can't explain this to everybody because they will be like, what? You
1: know, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. As like a, a thinker of, of, you know, I'm being like, okay, but then if we go here, but then people are going to be like, but then what? I, I, I fully, <laughs> I fully grasp. So
0: yeah, that. like all of that to say is like, you know, it's a, it's a never ending journey and it's meant to evolve. We're meant to work on it and, and grow. And, but we will get to a point of flourishing and it won't happen once it will continue to happen. And and that's really, you know, the, the mission of this and, and the work that I do. And so when I thought of Bloom, I just, in that time of like, you know, that season, I was really thinking about my why I was like, you know, one day, like, I just want to be able to bring women together to just talk about health and nutrition. Cause yeah. we, we, when we hear of those things, most of the time we hear it from people who are not credentialed or we hear it from, you know, some, you know, an influencer that may not know much right. about the topic or, you know, celebrities that say that don't look like us. Yes.
1: That you know, too. Representation. Yeah.
0: That right. too. And, and there's so much misinformation out there. There's so much stuff. It's like, what do you believe? And I'm like, you know, it's like, so I just wanted to just, you know, be that voice and do my program, get the experience, work on, you know, my profession and, and just like the work that I'm doing. And and one day just be that, that vessel to just help people and in that space. And so that's, that's pretty much, you know, where Bloom came about. It's our fifth year doing it. And each year we've just focused on, certain topics that, you know, we don't really talk about. I think one year we did something on mental health and the next year we focused more on, you know, reproductive health and, and, but, you know, kind of along the journey, that's when I started to specialize in women's health. So now Bloom is just focused on women's health issue. And and this year we're going to be talking about infertility and fertility. Those are some really important topics. And I feel, especially for Women of color, we don't have enough spaces to talk about it and to share our experiences and to just learn from one another, to yeah. be educated on these types of things. There's still a lot that I don't know.
1: Right, right. And so
0: just learning together in a space of, you know, other women and the the, you know, the professionals, I think right. it's it's just a great experience that I pray the Lord continues to give me strength to right. do, because it is not. When, nice. <laughs> um, when is yeah, it? Yeah. So this year, we're like in early stages. So, you know, uh, around August, we oh. we haven't like put out information. Can we haven't given a date that, yet. It'll be yet. in D.C.? It'll be in D.C. Yeah, it's going to be in D.C. Okay.
1: All right. So yeah. how, like, how does it feel, you know, the ups and downs of like entrepreneurship I always ask this because 99% of the time I always always have, like, I always end up having entrepreneurs on the show and I always am like, what do you love about it? And what are you like? Why didn't anybody tell me this before I got into it? Man,
0: (laughs) I love that I can wake up every single day and be able to execute a lot of the things that I've written down. And how I'm able to kind of inspire people every day, whether that's through social media or a blog post or like a TV appearance or an article or an event, like, I just really feel like I am walking in my purpose. And although it's very, very hard to like, you know, kind of execute a lot of these things, I one thing is like, the resources always come out of nowhere. And that's when I know like there's a higher power it's God and he's literally directing and ordering my footsteps. So what I love about this, I love that God has trusted me enough to do this work and I'm doing it no matter the tears I cry when nobody's around me and nobody can understand the pain and the struggle and even the battles. Like I went through a whole mental, like, mind game of like should I do bloom this year should I not should I do mm-hmm. bloom this year but I'm like it's not about me like and I just have to trust that like the resources will come the partners will come the sponsors I'm still waiting for them to come <laughs>
1: right 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 yeah.
0: yeah it's you know it's it's hard it's not to just like we're not out here just you know want to do it to look cute and this and that and social media like we are talking about real important things that right. really affect us. And and I hate the word like, oh, plague our community. But yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know, so that's the thing that I love about it. But I think I kind of intertwined some of the things that I-
1: Love with the things that you don't it's... like. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: It's, you know, nothing, it's never gonna be easy, but I think it's it's just always gonna be worth it. And so far I've just felt very like- fulfilled right with, with this kind of work i can stay up till like four o'clock in the morning doing some stuff right but the next day i just feel so good about it it's like a piece that like just comes over me i don't yeah. know how to explain it and you're nodding your head so
1: i think you know exactly 1000 percent yeah i love that you said because often i don't hear this enough i always hear people saying like you know when i wanted to start this i was just like okay i trust you god but I think that sometimes people forget that, like God is like, no, 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 I actually trust you. So yeah. go ahead. I'm here. You said here me. go. I'm, I'm gonna ask when you like, need me. Right, I'm gonna sit back and just watch you work because yeah, this is that relationship. And I I feel like I don't. I I love that you said that because people enough people don't like it's a it's a relationship you know that mm-hmm. you have with God and it's like as much as God trusts you you trust God. And yeah, I, I love that you said that, but yes, girl. Oh my gosh. This entrepreneur life is, it is wild. It's wild. It's, it's so wild. And some days you're like, what? Yeah. Why? And then you get an email and you're like, Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why no, there'll
0: be silence. And then it'll, it'll be fun too. It's, it's fun. It's like a, it just it fluctuates. Yes. A thousand. You know, percent. by the days, but it, yeah. it's, it's great. And as long as you, you know, your, why you feel you know, the purpose, you're inspired and you're able
1: to also impact your community. I think it's such a beautiful thing. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. You have been such a delight and such a treat. I'm so happy. Thank you so much, (laughs) Valerie, for all of this. My last, not even question. Yeah, it's my question. My last question, (laughs) I ask every single guest on the show to give the listeners a get them goal. And the get them goal is a goal that you will give the listeners that hopefully will not just be a one day goal, but it will turn into a lifestyle change. So what is your get them goal for everybody?
0: Oh my goodness. I would say don't overcomplicate nutrition. Mm. And I will also add to that, do what you can to nourish in a way that supports your body. Like stay away from the restriction Yes, and, you know, eat enough. Cause I'll mm-hmm. tell you now, a lot of, a lot of people I work with don't, don't eat enough. People do not eat enough. It's
1: I'm true. sorry. I like, totally,
0: <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> people literally do not eat enough food. It's crazy. It's true.
1: It's true. Like, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I
0: but so you know, well, I will say minus like the, maybe like the socioeconomic part of that. I will say that most of the time what I see is like, the restriction mindset that a lot of women have around food. Yes. Yeah. So eat enough to support and nourish your body and don't overcomplicate nutrition.
1: Yes. Uh, thank you. I'm going to add one more. You guys go get your vitamin D levels checked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please get your vitamin D levels. Cause baby, it's the least you, you, to do. <laughs> you probably real, real deficient. You probably real deficient. <laughs> you probably had a level, oh level God. three or four. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. <laughs> Yeah. i mean i was deficient too so yeah yeah i don't out. remember what mine was but she was like yeah go like today go for <laughs> yeah. today i was like oh, okay damn <laughs> so, so yeah.
0: funny oh my yes. gosh
1: well can you please tell everybody where they can find you where they can find your business where they can find all the things if they need to book an appointment with you do you do <laughs> virtuals I do. And in a
0: few states, I'm licensed in a few states. Um, Some states are flexible. And so I do coaching and counseling, just reach out. Uh, My website is flourishheights.com, social media at Flourish Heights. And also, I do have a wonderful podcast that focuses just on women's health nutrition. So please, please subscribe and support. It is the Flourish Heights podcast, and we do put out biweekly episodes.
1: Yes, so so great. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for doing this. I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day. And I'm, I'm like literally like drop the dates. I hope I'm in town because I will make my way. Please come.
0: I would love yeah. to have you and yeah. and everybody listening. If you're in the DC, right, right I'm on
1: my way there. Please. All right. Yes. So <laughs> until next time, you guys, be courageous, be sexy, be strong, and I will holler at you later. Bye. Fam, I am dying to know, have you joined Black Girls Poll Connect yet? Question mark. Question mark. Okay, guys, for years, I've listened to this community say that they wanted more opportunities to connect with other BGPers outside of retreats and events. And now we've finally created a space just for us, no matter where you are located. And you guys... We have packed this platform full of content from monthly webinars with BGP favorites and experts beyond the industry to virtual community meetups, discounts from the Connect BGP partners, Spotify playlist, first access to all the retreats, private Facebook group, blogs, and so much more. Head over to blackgirlspool.com, click BGP Connect in our navigation to sign up right now. There are monthly and yearly plans available. How's that sound? Maybe. Yes. You're signing up. You're going over. Okay. Okay, cool.